0: It can't be that bad oh 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 it can't be that bad, oh, be that
1: bad. <laughs> Who's there? Boo hoo Don't cry it's just a joke
0: Man that's a real childish joke This is no, podcasting no joke. What Bo- Boo hoo Boo hoo that's that's a joke that a, a 6 year old would throw out there I'm sorry that I offended you that's right off the joke. top. That is my favorite. If that's your joke. favorite joke, you're it in the wrong makes line makes of work, me laugh. buddy.
2: <laughs> Every it makes you laugh, but it doesn't make the other person laugh.
0: I'm not telling jokes for other people. Have you guys ever heard this podcast? <laughs> well, before we get into more jokes, let's introduce our very special guest. Uh, it is my lovely, beautiful hey. girlfriend. Uh, she helps a lot with the podcast. She does, ladies and gentlemen. Please welcome to the studio, Melissa Lopez.
2: Thank you, thank you,
0: thank you. Welcome back. You've been on the show in the past, but
1: never—not um,
2: like for a full episode, kind of.
1: You hung out with the starting
2: cats.
0: I feel yeah, like so weird yeah. Too. Uh-huh. But then, like, yeah, with... no, I can't see you. But I'm I just pretending like... <laughs> I'm looking at you. Is it? Do you want us to move the mic a little bit? No. Make you more comfortable. Can I pull Alex, and
2: wear sunglasses too. Yeah. You could wear
1: sunglasses. Look cool. And I then... I suggest you wear sunglasses. Do You want to wear a hat too? No. Oh.
0: Tell us your experience with wearing sunglasses indoors, because. I'm not too used to it. Do you get used to it? Is yeah. it weird when you take off the sunglasses? Yes. Wow.
1: I live through sunglasses. I feel like Matt Murdock or, you know, maybe Stevie Wonder. but
0: Cyclops. Yeah.
1: No, never Cyclops. Never Cyclops? I never want to be that douchebag.
0: You want to be James Marsden, he's cute, dude? though. Actually, yeah, I take it back. I actually really looking.
1: enjoy Cyclops. He's actually one of my favorite X-Men, but, and he always gets the
0: shaft. They always kill him or always, make him the bad guys. Like, dude.
1: Because everyone likes Logan more, bro.
0: Yeah, sadly, even though that Logan was not depicted as accurately as Cyclops as James Marsden Cyclops. Oh, you mean the movie. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, just the fact that uh, as a whole, on on Hugh a whole, Jack The character is.
1: of Cyclops always gets the shaft.
0: Yeah. But we're not talking about a Marvel movie. We're talking about a, uh it's a Lionsgate movie. A, a very abstract Universal, <laughs> Universal Studios actually distributed it wow, distribute this. They
2: That's, distributed it, but it was They produced did no work by indie companies.
1: companies? Yes. Okay. One of the production companies had like a lottery foundation on it. Uh, So that's interesting. Did you notice that? BFI was one of the production companies that slated in the beginning. And on the bottom of their slate, it says uh, like lottery foundation.
0: What? What does that even mean?
1: I think that means... Some some state or country's lottery helped finance this film.
0: That's probably crazy.
1: since it was filmed in Eureka, California, the California lottery system.
0: That's right. It was pretty uh, nearby to us. So it was just a few hours from, no way. from yeah, us, it's right? Not
1: close to us at all.
0: Uh, but just the fact that it's, <laughs> I only, I think it's close because I see state, I see signs of it on highways saying go here for Eureka because, because it's like the last stop of that highway before yeah. it becomes. Is
2: it on the doing?
0: coast? It's closest
1: yeah. to the coast. I would say. I think it's more like. Mountainy coast, though you know, like when you get to the, the northwest, it's really kind of rocky and
0: yeah. It seemed very mountain. It seemed very
1: green, bland, green, green. Yeah, it seemed very like wet and moist.
2: Was it
0: okay?
1: I guess I wasn't.
2: Are ba- you gonna say bland if you've never gone there? Yeah,
0: you
1: hating on people from Eureka?
0: Bro? No, I'm not calling the place bland necessarily. I guess the feeling of it. I guess this movie kind of gave off that like uh, deadpan
2: feel. What was that? Nothing.
1: Well, since we let's let's dip our toes a little bit in this movie, and I will say right off the bat, I. Had a tough time with this film,
0: dude. Yeah, what what's up?
1: What do you mean what's up? You know why I had a tough time. Dude, I thoroughly enjoyed this film. Yeah, it. At one point, when I did pause it to see where I was, and there was still an hour left in the film, uh, it it did. The the runtime doesn't do this film justice because the runtime makes you feel like it's maybe like a normal size film. Yeah, but it feels like uh, an adventure.
0: So. Yeah, you're right. I'm gonna yeah, I'm that, gonna try you, you to defend this.
1: And and I think you should, because I can be swayed. Like you even said, we talked a little bit about it. There are parts and lines of this film that I really enjoy and think are very interesting. But, you know, ten cents on the dollar says no babies for me.
0: No babies for you? <laughs> I've never heard of that. Ten really? cents on the dollar says no babies for me. That's right. They're gonna be that's a pretty popular phrase. Uh, what's the what's the <laughs> historical context behind that phrase?
1: Well, uh, it was invented by this genius man named
0: Alejandro. Okay, and moving on, um, Melissa, babe, what mm-hmm. did you think of this film?
2: Um, I felt, I told you this last night, I felt that it was normal in a different universe. So definitely mm. not ours. Because, like, no no one was pointing out the weird shit. Yeah, no
0: one was pointing yeah, out like the Yeah, like, in unusual. the beginning,
2: like, they, they paid for something without even giving them money.
0: <laughs> Did you notice that?
2: So he just opened the cash register and he, like...
1: Pretended to put money away?
2: I guess, it's, I don't know, but the he cashier just closed opened it.
1: it and the whole movie it. seemed to me like a beginning drama acting class with, like, some oh of gosh. the best actors in the market right now. Mm-hmm. And it seemed like a f- like all, all of these scenes were, like, uh, that's what we're doing today, today's...
0: I think it was a super meta joke since they were purposefully acting in such a bad, so here, way. So here's a
1: couple of things I want to say about that. Half of the actors, you could tell, were making the choice to do it poorly. Uh-huh. And I think the other half were just doing
0: it poorly. That's what they, that, that was their skill set.
1: No, that second,
0: <laughs> the, the latter isn't a skill set. That's just, that's all they had to offer is what you're saying.
1: <laughs> Melissa, uh, you like this film?
2: That's a question. Um, No. (laughs) Okay. I do not like this film.
1: Okay. Okay. Then we'll get to the rating system
0: a little bit later. But why don't we just let's blow through the nitty gritty and then we'll we'll just start talking about this whole thing.
1: Fantastic. So let's
0: welcome them. Welcome, baddies. Wow. No,
1: they don't get a welcome. I'm just kidding. Of course they're welcome. Welcome.
0: Welcome. Welcome. Hey, welcome to another episode of ICBTB podcast. Also known as. It can't be that bad. We have a special guest, Melissa Lopez. Like we introduced her earlier um she did a beautiful thing and she sat through this movie with me and watched it I in its entirety asleep. well did...
2: I, I fell asleep and then i woke up and i finished it
0: yes <laughs> story said, of your relationship
1: huh <laughs> actually um uh, <laughs> uh so we watched a movie called an, an evening, evening with, with beverly Lufflin." uh that's, that's quite a mouthful dude. it is a mouthful and a half
0: that's hard to remember it is
1: rated r uh, or in finland i learned it's rated k12 so that's interesting. Just a little fun fact for you.
0: That's only kindergartners and uh, kids through the 12th grade can watch this. But once you graduate high school, it's not for you. <laughs>
1: it's
0: not for anybody.
1: Uh, released in 2018, but don't be surprised if you've never heard of it because it had a very quiet release. Uh, we both looked at the numbers, so I don't need to hide it. It only grossed about $16,000. Not even really close to the $17,000
0: super low.
1: Very low rank. Uh, I wonder how they financed this film. Yeah, how? how much money did they... Well, it does, I haven't. I didn't find the budget for this film, but I, I think that's probably because Major Loss, bro.
0: What's the director's name? Can you look that up real quick? I think his name is Jim Hoskins or something yeah, like that's that. That's correct. Hosking. Jim Hoskins, uh, he Hosking. had done a perform... Or he had done a, a movie prior to this called The Greasy Strangler <laughs> yes. in which uh, Aubrey Plaza and Craig Robinson both saw... And that's why they agreed to do this film, because it was such an—and uh, The Greasy Strangler is a horror comedy, and apparently it's very unorthodox, just like how this was. I'm sure it'll come up. And they were like, "Oh, th- that was super creative. I want to work with this guy, which is why they took up these roles.
1: Interesting. They definitely didn't get a paycheck. <laughs> it has a runtime of an hour and 48 minutes, uh, or 108 minutes, Melissa, and uh, it feels like three days. Uh, it has a rating of 5.7 out of 10 on IMDb, a 51% on Rotten Tomatoes, and a 54% automatic
0: rating. Very low numbers. Would you like to guess the other number? Oh, the Google users? Correct. Um, I'm assuming it's going to be also very low, because I could see why people wouldn't like this movie. Probably like uh, 63%. What do you think?
2: 47 Wow, you 47? guys and you like that low And You
1: guys like this film?
2: I, I liked it more. I didn't than like her. it. You didn't like it?
1: Seventy-nine percent.
2: It was weird.
0: Seventy-nine is what I got?
1: Yeah. I think people gave this upvotes because they're like, this is an art film, and I don't want my art friends to realize that I'm an idiot. It's
0: artsy, dude. It really it is, artsy. is artsy.
1: Uh here's the synopsis coming at you. Right at you. Lulu Danger's unhappy marriage takes a turn for the worst. When a mysterious man from her past comes to town to perform.
0: And that's it. That's all we got. It's that short. Murder, she wrote. Crazy. Okay, let's start talking about this movie. So right from... The, okay, did you guys expect it to be like this I at didn't, all? I didn't know anything no. going into this. Zero. I never
2: even heard of it, so...
0: Yeah, I brought this to you. I, I actually watched 30 <laughs> minutes... Of the movie, stopped it, and I saved it so that I could watch You're it. Like her. Melissa has to go through this torture with me. I was, I didn't think it was torture, but I knew she was going to laugh at how outrageous. If you this like was. indie
1: cult films, then this this movie is full of the Hitters, so uh, it's starring aubrey plaza and craig robinson but also jemaine clement from uh flight flight of the concords is in this emil yep. hirsch is in this matt berry uh maria bamford is in this film uh and then a couple other people that you would recognize looking at but maybe not necessarily know their names mm-hmm. it's worth watching because everybody is acting I think. I think
0: everyone is in on the joke they understand what the what the flavor of this unorthodox film is like it was just over the top acting and, and so, you know, this was in the same realm as Tim and Eric. Yeah, of course. Yeah, this, I saw that
1: a couple of times in reviews.
0: Um, Very much in the same uh, universe as there was another movie I was thinking about Napoleon Dynamite, but just cranked up a little mm-hmm. bit more. Right. I mm-hmm. could I could see way Napoleon more, Dynamite's more, character yeah. in this
1: movie. Yeah, I agree. You know, it's interesting because all the characters I seem like I feel like are are in different films. And then they're all kind of like lumped into this one. Mm. Like it seems like they because they're all very big characters. Yes. So it seems like they're all plucked from different storylines and then put into this one. There You know what I mean?
0: Yeah. No, I could I could definitely see a movie about Tyrone, the the yeah. fat there, worker there's a, there's at the a, coffee movie, shop.
1: There's a movie about the coffee shop that we don't get to see. There's a movie about the hotel workers that we don't get to see. There's a movie about You know, every duo and pair couple uh, that we don't get to see, we just kind of see their moment of interaction.
0: Yeah, there's definitely something more to... Shane Danger, who was the uh, the the owner of that coffee shop or of that oh, diner. I have the a
1: feeling they cut out a bunch of his scenes.
0: Yeah, because he seemed like a much more fleshed it's, out character. It than seemed what like he they set getting. up
1: quite a bit, and then we didn't actually get to see where that like, feel like he
2: disappeared in the middle of the film. Yeah,
1: every when he what, was literally thrown away, his character is thrown away.
0: Yeah, Aubrey ever when Aubrey Plaza goes with uh, Colin mm-hmm. to whatever the that hotel. the hotel, mm-hmm. um, he he just disappears. Um, there, I was surprised to see that they were married, first of all, because she just fires him, and then the next scene is them having dinner at a table.
2: Yeah, I, w- I was confused at first.
0: I'm, Do you remember what they were eating at that table, too? A giant meatball.
2: Yeah. Oh, was it was the, really big. It was
0: like a meatball <laughs> with a side of spaghetti. It's very funny to me, that because the, starting off, I feel like
1: it was building to be a very uh, good movie. Yes. you have to excuse me. My nose is itchy. Why does it always get itchy? I don't know. Allergies. It's a weird. It's something. Maybe I
0: drank or smelled or sniffed something weird. It's possible. Uh,
1: I went on a panty raid last night. So maybe that's what
0: it is. That's f- fucked <laughs> up. And it, in this day and age, <laughs> what is this? Animal House, man. You can't was, just be I raiding I was thinking of SpongeBob, bro. <laughs> oh, that's that's the one. That's, that's where I learned highly it. Highly inappropriate uh, thinking about that episode now. <clears throat> oh god, now I'm choking on saliva. Uh, take it away for a second, please. Yeah. Um. So. How deep into the movie, babe? Did you knock out? Did
2: you,
0: I know I know the exact timestamp. That was about like 50 minutes in. That's but, when I checked the time to see how much longer we have. Well, I can tell she, like, she's knocked the fuck out. I
2: asked him, I'm like, how much longer is this movie?
0: Your breathing gets heavy when you fall asleep.
2: Okay, anyway. <laughs>
0: then I turn around
2: and you I used to
1: date out. a girl who would twitch, and that's how I knew she was like, Uh, asleep and so like we'd be watching tv and all of a sudden i feel like a twitch and i'd be like okay well i guess i can change the channel now (laughs) she wouldn't
0: try to play it off like she didn't fall asleep no that was like like, come away come away
1: and the twitch was like the sign of sleeping like Mm -hmm. if she didn't twitch then she wasn't asleep yet it was like Mm -hmm. twitch and then out cold it was like a like her body shutting off it was weird that's a
0: weird that shouldn't happen at the beginning of sleep that shouldn't be a sign of like oh she just fell asleep that happens like in deep slumber
1: like i'm telling you dude because as soon as it happened out damn
0: um, yeah, you know, I, I will say some of the,
1: some of the jokes and some of the lines in this film are very witty, very quickly delivered and very, uh, you can brush past them. You know, it's that kind of dry wit, that kind of dry humor. Yeah. Um, but then there's also these like stories and monologues that they do that are so, uh, nonsensical yet so funny, but it's just like,
0: you have an example of like, uh, uh, well, when
1: Colin is talking about. Um his grandma, his whole speech about like potty training and the candies that his grandma used to give him <laughs> that's like a three four minute scene and may and arguably maybe one of the best monologues I've ever seen I do want to try and figure out how I can make that into like my audition piece because no because it would, you would have to be very, very specific particular. character yes yeah, very specific character but uh like the way he tells the story he puts things in that story like he's reading it as if he'd like practiced it in a speech class like when he goes mm-hmm. Now I'm getting to the major points of this story. It's almost <laughs> as if he's reading, like someone wrote this story for him.
0: Well, this is his like go-to story, obviously, when he's trying to woo a girl. He has two stories in this film. The first story that he tells Aubrey Plaza, when they sit at the bar, and she's like, hey, Colin, we've been running around so much we haven't had time to catch up. Tell me something. Tell me something get about to know Colin. you, pretty much, yeah. And he's like... Well, my fa- I come from a long line of Keiths. My grandfather's name is Keith, and he kind
1: named his son Keith. It's Yeah, but uh, my father... Uh, my uncle's name was Colin, and my father liked that name more,
0: so much that he would introduce
1: himself as Colin sometimes. And <laughs> he
0: <laughs> looked up the name Colin, and it, it turns means, out it means small dog, small young dog. So he named me Colin because
1: Colin, he said I looked like a small young dog
0: because I was because born, I was with, born teeth. with
1: teeth. <laughs> that that line, and then also. When Matt Berry is trying to get a room in the hotel and he goes, uh, my grandfather was a German shepherd. Yes. <laughs> that's. Those are my oh, two yes. favorite lines. My grandfather was a German shepherd is one of the greatest things I've ever heard.
0: Yeah, the, the, the person at the at the front of the hotel is like, like the dog? <laughs> <laughs> yes, like the dog. Uh, well, Melissa, it's a different
2: universe, so you don't know if it's a dog.
1: It's, it's crazy. <laughs> um, what was your favorite part, Melissa?
2: Oh. <sighs> I think I like the end when... Not all at once,
1: please. (laughs) You like the end when it was over?
2: (laughs) When the the, credits hit? The end. I don't know the names, but the... The poet guy.
0: Matt Berry, The poet guy? The poet guy, the oh, poet guy, Craig, the one who would grunt.
2: Yeah, him. The yeah, main Craig guy. Craig Robinson. You mean Beverly Luff Oh yeah, him. <laughs> two words, well, duh. You mean the, the but, title of the movie? <laughs> yes, but I liked when he was finally not grunting and he was actually oh like God. saying stuff. Mm-hmm. So I
1: was so over the grunting by like minute two.
0: By minute two. Yeah. No, I, yeah. I enjoyed it still.
2: I was like questioning it too. Like, is this all he's gonna do? But they ended the up movie?
0: justifying it. <sighs> they said he gets so anxious before shows that he could. Only grunt. And Melissa had a good point when we were watching because uh, it's a singer thing uh, when prior to a show. Singers will save their voice but grunting is kind of uh,
1: The kinda, opposite of that. It's, yeah, you
2: are like, destroying your throat. I, <laughs>
1: I almost wish they didn't have him talk then at the end. Mm-hmm. Then go the full nine yards and have him grunt grunt out a poem that uh-huh. everyone like is moved to tears from. Like they can all understand it. And That would have
0: been that's an interesting te- You didn't find it satisfying when he finally spoke.
1: No, because then at the end of the movie, even in the post credit scene, he's back to grunting. That's true.
0: And I, yeah. I, I didn't understand why he reverted that.
1: And then that. the other thing, well, cause he's, because he's trying to find
2: himself or something, right?
1: Well, he, no, well, I don't know, because he does all this talking on stage where he's like, I, I, I'm, I want to change and I made some mistakes in my life. And then he gets off stage and he's like, you know what? I don't know what the fuck I just said. I just like say shit. And so it's like, oh, so you didn't mean oh, he any He like blacks of that. out on stage. Yeah, so you didn't actually mean any of that. So your character actually had no growth.
0: You know, when I I, think, sorry to cut you off, I think that
1: might be part of the show too.
0: That he does that every single time? Yeah. Really?
1: Yeah. Mm. No, I don't know. Because, Because then they get what happens at the end of the film. They get back in the car and go into the next city. Just like it was. They buy a hot dog and a tamale and they go on to the next thing. <laughs> and
0: yeah, it didn't really seem like there was much spoilers. Yeah. Um I mean, there's not really he doesn't, much he grows, of a spoiler. He grows in this movie. a lot.
1: And then at the end he's like, "Actually, yeah, I don't know what the fuck's going on." And then and then he's right back to where he was in the beginning you of the You know
0: film. what I think this movie is? I think it is uh an, ex- an exaggeration of different types of, of people that are flawed in terms of love, right? Like Aubrey Plaza okay, is the type of girl who will forever be hung up on her first love, right? Even though it's years and years mm. later. Colin is the type of person that will do everything for love, but has never been loved. Craig Robinson, okay, uh, his, I don't know, his, 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 I can't put my finger on necessarily. He's the one, He's he probably un, he feels like an... he doesn't deserve to be loved, even though everyone loves him.
1: Exactly. And then that leaves Matt Berry for the unrequited love, because mm-hmm. apparently... He, he's like a, he's gay for for greg robinson which was i thought that was weirdly thrown in because I, he didn't play it that it wasn't that obvious to me in yeah the they were it just seemed like he was abusing him trying to take his money right i don't know from
0: no i think that he actually did care for him and was very pre- protective of him it was a very protective kind of love is what there's i thought there's a
1: movie called love and mercy did you ever see that film Nah. it's about brian wilson from the beach boys and it takes place in two tenses but the present tense and then past when he was a kid. Uh Paul Dano and uh, John Cusack. It's Mm. incredible.
0: My dad was just watching this downstairs not too long ago. He was telling me to watch it. When
1: Brian Wilson is in his elder years, he goes kind of crazy, cuckoo bananas, and he has a a handler who's just like taking advantage of him and stealing all his money, played by Paul Giamatti. Uh Uh, And that's the kind of relationship I got from Matt Berry and Craig Robinson. Uh It was like an abusive handler, kind of like Stan Lee at the end of his life. You know what I mean? So I think uh, that's what I got more from it. It wasn't until later on when he points out the fact that it's an unrequited love. Then I was like, Oh, I guess I could see how he's doing all these things because he's trying to
2: Well, that's with what...
1: him save him from other people. He doesn't want him to meet with Aubrey Plaza. He yeah. doesn't want him to get to, and like he's drugging him. He's like mm-hmm. clearly like actually physically abusing him. Yeah,
0: yeah. Oh no. He was by no means a good person. Definitely. He was very selfish with uh, Craig Robinson's character. Um, and
1: you do strange things for love, I guess.
0: I guess so. Um, I was watching this interview uh, with Aubrey Plaza and Craig Robinson as to why they took on these roles. It was because of the director who directed the Greasy Strangler, mm-hmm. um, and also because it was a love story at its core. Um, I I loved this movie in terms of execution, but I thought it lacked in storyline. I was I do do think it was a, like a drug out storyline. I
1: think it's the opposite. I think the storyline is fairly solid. I think the backbone of this movie and the premise is actually fairly decent but the execution is where where it loses it for what? me yeah i what? think i think the idea of the love's triangle or love quadrilateral whatever the fuck you want to call it uh and then this idea of like hiding what the show is until the end of, until like the last minute when we finally realized it's not like a magic show did you think it was gonna be magic i thought yeah. it was, i thought it was yeah, gonna be a magician
0: I, be magic. I mean like if you look at the poster what were what, what happening a magical night like, yeah they were just glow- what did you think did you like the story more did you like the acting more
2: uh probably the story more the acting was just like fucking weird though. it was it was because 50
0: <laughs> 50 it, 50/50. Oh, it was
2: like I don't know the the pauses were too much for me, <laughs> and the way they were like addressing people like by their names, very that weren't their names yeah it was just like too much so she uh, was
0: making some crazy observations. What was weird was when
1: Colin first went to go whack Emil Hirsch, yes, <laughs> and then Arby Plaza just like appears in the bushes too. She was just smoking in her front yard. But we we saw fucking flight of the concords right there in that spot two seconds ago
0: yeah i don't know she just popped out of nowhere i'm not questioning reality in this movie because the universe has is been also manipulated everything. yeah dude but why are you not questioning when he came up to like blow out emile hirsch's kneecaps the windows are com- the curtains are completely open they're dancing because they just got the money incredible dance moves and the way. dancing is so funny that i thought was, was more gay doing? than matter oh. he was like backing up backing up
2: oh no uh the other guy who the tall dude uh, the... carl yeah. yeah
0: carl also works at the coffee shop he he was pop uh he was body popping is what he calls it and i'll be positive like carl are you are you break dancing and he's literally in in like a tea, uh, or like his uh body is a tea and he's just pulsating his body <laughs> It's called Popping. It's called Body Popping. That The whole movie is strange. But also when she comes in, she's like, this is Colin.
1: I was like, is that Colin? And then when he like just accepted the name as Colin and then has a whole story behind it, I was like, I thought they made up that name. Because when they're sitting in the room and he's like, wait, you don't know who Colin is? He's like, I don't know who Colin is. Uh-huh.
0: How the fuck did you know his name was Colin then? Because he introduced himself. Because when Emil Hirsch opens the door, he's like, who he says, you? who's this guy? And he says, I'm isn't, Colin. Isn't Aubrey Plaza who goes, it's Colin? No, Aubrey Plaza doesn't answer at all. Uh, I missed it then. Yeah. No,
2: I thought she did. I thought yeah. she introduced.
0: And she introduce. No, she... I've seen this twice because I watched it <laughs> once by myself and I watched it with you. I could have so sworn that. I saw that... this interaction. Well, two against one, so you're probably wrong.
2: I could have sworn she was like, "It's Colin," and then she she brought him in. Mm-mm.
0: That might have been like, later. Party guy. Hey, you gonna let party guy in? Oh. Mm. And then uh, Emile Hirsch was like, "Who is this guy?" And he was and like, "Colin." And then she says, calling. "It's
1: Colin." I think maybe that makes sense too. We'll
0: have to rewatch it again. No,
1: you could not pay me. Sixteen thousand. This is the type of movie I would watch. -watch. I
0: wouldn't watch it in its full entirety again, but I would watch my favorite moments. I like the dancing at the end. Yes.
1: So hang on a second. We'll get to that in just one second. My favorite parts in this film don't last long enough for me to want to rewatch this film. The dancing at the end makes no sense at all.
2: But it was like more normal though. It It was like
1: a disco night. And then what was with the two dudes playing women? Who? There was like there was Valerie or or whatever in the laundromat, and then she shows up again later at the hotel. Was a guy playing a girl, and then oh,
0: you're talking yeah, yeah. His name and is like then homeboy's, kept coughing.
1: Yeah, and then homeboy's <laughs> yeah. grandma, no, homeboy's grandma. That was his grandma. Has a mustache. She's like a straight up dude. Homeboy's grandma. Who's homeboy? I
0: don't
1: know. The, the friend who works in the who works with Emil Hirsch. Remember Emil Hirsch? His grandma has diabetes. Yeah, and he has to buy his grandma. A, and his grandma is that guy. His grandma's a guy with a mustache.
0: What the? fuck? The coughing guy. That's that's right. Oh, inside of the house, who looks exactly like Valerie, who's like a white guy in the laundromat, who's also a woman. There was some sort of fixation on coughing in this movie, because gross. Like, and watching this in this COVID climate that's going on today, disgusting. Because no one's covering their mouth, exactly. In that old dude in the laundromat, the there's a scene of him just coughing for three minutes, about three minutes. And no one's excessive. calling it out. No one says, are you okay? Do you need a cough no, drop? No one
2: no one acknowledges the weird shit, which was just weird. Well,
0: like you said, this is their reality.
2: Like, even in the beginning, this when they the were, m- like, trying to maneuver around each other, they were so close. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? Excuse
0: me. She was checking you out. I was checking <laughs> him out.
2: And then he starts laughing.
0: Yeah, that's right. The dude from HR with, like, the, the terrible <laughs> hair. <laughs> He came very close to Aubrey Plaza. Excuse me, I'm I'm trying to order something. <laughs> I'm I wanna talk about the yeah. Tyrone. Tyrone was probably my favorite character in this entire movie. Tyrone is the, the, the fat dude that worked at the diner and there were so many just jokes that he had that were kind of just <laughs> when when they can just brush off. When they go to Rob Ajay, uh, Ajay. When they go to Rob Ajay and
1: they're sitting in the car wearing wigs. That's maybe one of my favorite scenes. At that point in the movie, exactly I still had very high hopes for the film.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: You know what I mean? I thought it was going to be really cool. And then, uh, like I said, I would have liked to have seen a movie of those three guys. I, I would, would have, have watched that. I would have rather have spent an hour and 48 minutes following their story.
0: When, at what point during the film did it occur to you, I'm not I'm watching nonsense. like this movie?
1: When I paused it to see how far it was and I still had an hour left.
0: Okay, so you're about 45 minutes in. Yeah, I at, think
1: 48 minutes exactly. Was at where what I point it.
0: of the movie was that? they're at the hotel
1: they're already in the hotel okay everyone's been introduced except for maybe like the blonde girl okay. uh yeah i mean it was I, I, at that point i realized oh uh, this is going to be a multifaceted different kind of storyline movie and we're not going to follow the storyline that i'm interested in no. which was the three guys
0: no this is this was so out of I'm, inter- I'm super
1: interested in the coffee shop and how he like has the fake foam cappuccino and then takes a sip and then he's like that's a real cappuccino.
0: <laughs> that's one of my that like like I said some very funny moments but Melissa saw that scene and you were like what is he pumping into that coffee? And Could be
2: like soap? simple syrup. <laughs> oh. and but it was,
0: it was like foam. It was
2: foamy yeah. But who's that's having a, great, a
1: cappuccino at like 8 at night? That, people who own a coffee shop. That's a great honestly if you honestly love like cappuccinos or something like that
0: that's
1: that's a great invention i'm sure that's a the thing beverages in here looked really delicious none of them looked uh, alcoholic yeah. that every chocolate one the chocolate one was like a water like an unblended mudslide mm-hmm. and everybody makes them like Emil hirsch makes them and then he gets to the bar and they make them there Emil like,
0: hirsch made a, a like chocolate a drink. ball,
1: chocolate yeah he was putting drink. straight up
0: chocolate whoppers, whoppers on top Four of that whoppers. drink I hate and he was like whoppers. it's a fan favorite
1: that was hella funny because I have like drinks that I've been trying to make and people being like, are you sure you want to share this at the party? Be like everyone loves Negronis. Okay. Maybe they don't know.
0: But then once they try them, they like Negronis. It's like, okay, fine. Make a picture of Negronis then, Alex. Did you see what they put in uh, Colin's drink? What type of chocolate treat they put in his drink? No, what was it? Like, it was Rolo's? a full on Tootsie Roll.
2: Do you know for sure though?
0: Yeah. I, I think that, I, is so yeah, that is the a, long, like tootsie a long Tootsie rolls. Roll. I've seen drink so many times. long Yes. I'm familiar with those Tootsie Rolls because. Uh, we have
2: never seen him eat it though.
0: No, he no. doesn't. Again. I don't. I think is it there for decor? Garnish. It's a garnish. It's g- garnish. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's every, gar- every well, every drink
1: needs a garnish. That's like as a bartender. That's like one of the one of the laws is that's every drink needs a garnish. So
0: Lulu's silly.
2: drink looked good though. Lulu's drink. Like,
1: hurricane, pretty much. I don't even remember what the rem, yeah, rum. Yeah, like Some sort of a rum and like ramble.
2: A, some rum Real mixed cocktail. drink.
1: The the bar, the captain's lounge, seemed like a fun bar to work at, actually. I would have down. liked to have been... Especially if, like, my part of my uniform is dressing like a captain. Mm-hmm. And then, like, the other bartender is, like, the uh, first mate. Like, I think that would be fun. That would be fun.
0: That bartender was funny, too, when Colin... Does when he have Lu- any lines? Uh, he does... Yeah, he says, like, one thing. Lulu's uh, judging Colin for picking up the public nuts that are on the oh. bar.
1: <laughs> That's exactly what a bartender would do. Yeah.
0: And Lulu's like... You're gonna eat those? There could be poo on those. Do you wanna eat poo nuts? <laughs> and Colin's like, I don't want poo nuts. Excuse me. Can I get some new nuts? There he, might be poo in
2: here. No, 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 he goes, Can I
1: get new nuts? And he goes, You know, poo.
0: <laughs> and then
1: just puts it behind his back. I
2: know, I just...
1: Here's some new nuts. new nuts for you. It's funny that he's fixated on like poo so much.
0: There's, yeah. This
2: movie has, has a, a lot of weird fart jokes fixations too, and weird
0: like fart jokes. And then sex out of nowhere, oh yeah! I did not expect that. When, he was when
2: Colin was sweet though. Colin,
0: Colin, was yeah, the then, most normal dude here. Yeah, Colin deserved to deserved
1: more than he got.
2: And he brought, yeah. uh, or when he go, I can't even talk. When he went to get tampons for her, <laughs> he went, went to, to three, three different convenience
0: stores. <laughs> stores. He got up so quick; he would just woken up. He'd and she was, his clothes. <laughs> she was like, Colin. I'm on my period. Can you get me the extra large tampons in the green, the green. box? Heavy flow. He's like, I'm on it. He just <laughs> dips out.
1: They only had one box, but he said, you know, it only lasts for a couple of days, so maybe this will work for you.
0: <laughs> so sweet. And Colin was a virgin. Poor
1: guy.
2: Know. No longer, though.
1: Who do you think is a funnier virgin? Colin or Steve Carell from 40-Year-Old Virgin? Uh,
0: probably Steve Carell. Yeah, because first of objectively speaking, that's a better movie. Oh, of course. And it's a, a more realistic movie. Yeah. And, uh, compared to this. No. If this is what you perceive as realism. I think my life is the hotel clerk. Oh, the, the fat dude with the long hair? That guy? <laughs> the one who was like introducing everyone to about the event with Beverly Loughlin? Two words. Two words. Loughlin. <laughs> yeah, that's what I said. Mr. What? Beverly. Can we talk about... Craig Robinson and how he swims real quick, mm. right quick, because mm. Lulu and Colin are both in the, the pool. I was
2: just about to bring that up, actually.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And we, we saw that. Craig <laughs> Robinson comes out of nowhere, <laughs> jumps in the pool while they're in the jacuzzi, and he does one, one lap. lap. And during that
2: la- lap- Was he doing butterfly, though? I think so.
1: He's doing like an underwater mermaid kick. I'm not sure what he was
0: doing. One of these.
2: One of these. Aubrey, little, like, little, comes. She's orgasming in the jacuzzi.
0: Is she having an orgasm? Yeah. She was just, she was (laughs) sinking lower and lower into the jacuzzi as he was swimming more and more. Hey, hey, hey. Yeah. You got it like Craig. And Craig pops out of the water when he's done with that lap and just grunts so loud and so (laughs) long and then leaves. And that's it. So it's moments like that. And I can see in your face that you did not like executions Like that. No. But I love that type of acting. It's so awkward. I'm not a fan of like Tim and Eric or Eric Andre. I'd rather
1: Tim and Eric and Eric Andre where it's like, joke, this is all a joke. Know that this is all a joke. Some of this seemed weirdly like they were trying to take it. And some of it was like, it was just weird. Like I said, the storyline was good. The execution was not.
0: We're once again opposite. Do you have a
1: favorite actor? Do you have a best person on set award is what we like to call
2: Um, him. I like Colin. And why is that? He's sweet, and I just felt like he was more normal than all the other people.
0: Even though he was still weird?
2: Even though he was still weird, but it, it fit him. I don't know.
0: Did you like how, do you think he was a handsome guy? Answer carefully. No.
2: <laughs> i
0: fucking kidding. I'm kidding. No. Weird. He had weird. The character ugliest hair. Of- <laughs> weird. Insecure. <It's- laughs> so many times he's looking in the mirror at don't his hairy body. <laughs> So many times in this movie, he thinks he's going to get laid. And
1: readjusting his whole like, package. Yeah. Because he's a virgin, bro. He doesn't know what to
0: do. No. He Makes lo- sense.
2: Poor they dude. cuddled, though. She went into bed with him. How?
0: I will say, that's fucked up what she was doing. She was so messed up in the brain that she was messing with these this guy's emotion. Like, that's Im- what women do. Immediately when they get to the hotel, she takes off her sweater and says, Colin, can you massage me?
1: It's like That's enough.
0: <laughs> that was a funny exchange that they had, too. Uh, but she was really fucking with his emotions and it's, you look upset. I'm it's sorry. It's just an
1: interesting film, bro. And, I recommended know, this to you. I'm sorry. And I, it, it's fine, but you don't get to recommend anymore more ever again. Ever again? No, just kidding. <laughs>
0: um,
1: but this was a rough watch and it's not like I haven't made you watch rough watches, but yikes.
0: Yeah, this was, nope. I'm going to say I enjoyed I this still. Agree with him. I I enjoyed parts of it and
1: I will I'm not trying to say don't ever watch this film but you probably it's worth only to watch. watch it once. For the baddies out there if you want to watch something artistic if you love indie films if you like dry 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 Sahara desert <laughs> in the middle of August at the highest heat no humidity uh, zero water in the middle of Death Valley
0: right on uh, the equator
1: dry uh, did I say dry? Yeah. comedy that's what this film is.
0: It's really deadpan, and it's really in your face. Um, watch clips. I'm sure there are clips all over YouTube of just specific scenes, and you'll get uh, the, the flavor of it. I don't it.
1: know if enough people have seen this film. I would bet less than 20,000 people have seen this film.
0: Dude, the way they robbed the, uh, Ajay's convenience store is the way Why I would rob... That more? <laughs> what? That was funny.
2: I liked how he kept coming back every day. He was like, I, I want my, my fucking, fucking money. money. How is Adjay? <laughs>
0: Aubrey Plaza's brother. <laughs> hey, don't, don't.
2: I know, I know,
0: I know, I know. Don't question I was, it.
1: I was cracking up when, as soon as they were like, uh, "You know who brought this poster?" It's a guy who looked like Michael McDonald from the Doobie Brothers. And like, who
0: the fuck? Is Who's this the Doobie thing? Brothers?
1: <laughs> and he does. He does look like Michael McDonald from the Doobie Brothers, bro.
0: <laughs> ooh, 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 yeah, How come Aj had he had orange hair? At one point, he had He's a, a n- full-on sweater naked in the laundromat. <laughs> <laughs> he was he was washing his clothes that he was wearing that day do you have a best person on that word oh sorry oh, go, no no go ahead. go
2: ahead no he had a sweater some shorts and some Tim's some oh. he
0: was wearing Tim's <laughs> what a weird and he had this random dude that he brought to Emil Hirsch's shop to rough him up yeah <laughs> and he punched Hirsch. me
1: in the face what yeah. do you think happened
0: why did he agreeably go into the back with him to get punched <laughs> in the face maybe he didn't know Emil Hirsch was funny, too, uh, saying that, uh, I got to go take a shit. Can you man this shop for 25 minutes? shits for 25 minutes? (laughs) See, there are moments in this movie that are likable. Yeah, totally. I can see how the
1: overall product could scare a person away. All of those parts are in the first 48 minutes.
0: No, there was funny parts at the end, too. Weirdly enough, at the very end of this movie was when it got the most real. When the acting became the most real. Like the very last scene, that was a good way to end the movie.
1: I think the movie could end it at 48 minutes.
0: Really? (laughs) Holy crap.
1: This could have been like a weird Comedy Central special.
0: You know, when I was, after I'd watched this, I was thinking Alex is either going to really hate this film or really love it. You're wrong on both accounts because I'm kind of like in the middle
1: with one right foot in the dislike category. You know what I mean? Like I I, I can be swayed. You're right. I do enjoy parts of this film. I do. I see. I see it for what it is. But like I said, storyline over execution.
0: Do you like Aubrey Plaza?
1: Yeah. I mean, I liked her in Mike and Dave Need Wedding Dates. Uh That's the only movie that's funny
0: that that's the movie that you think of.
1: Well, that's yeah, that's the one that she did. That's my favorite.
0: No, that makes sense. But that was just like a lesser known movie. I really, liked her hair I thought that in was very film. popular. Yeah, she yeah. was a cutie. Everybody hair.
1: looked very interesting. The costume designer did an, an incredible job. Probably in this oh, yeah, so did the costume designing, for the set designer, Dr. Seuss. the well, the. There was just a lot of. I will say this about this film. What I don't I don't have a best person on set award because I think it goes to the production staff as a whole because a lot of work went into making this world realistic, the diner, the hotel the cars like everything is built and designed to really give you so much information without it being overpowering because these characters are so big you know it's very interesting that i think the car that um matt berry and craig robinson are in is like stuffed full of shit all the time because like they're traveling artists and you Mm -hmm. know what i mean and i think the the tension between colin and aubrey plaza the whole time is like very telling of their there's a lot of good stuff going on you know and every license plate was very interesting everyone's license plate meant something i think to their character yeah and so a lot of work went into this film but it just missed something for me okay
0: okay wow i got it out of you you defended this film you actually defended it you did it yeah i knew i could sway you somewhat i mean that's a a a real opinion of yours what do you think melissa Melissa. (laughs) having to defend this film because that's what this type of podcast is what can you say good about this film
2: do I have to defend it? You film? have to do it. Oh, you have to
0: do it. You're in the chair. You're in the studio. You're, <laughs> you're in the. This you're is in the our... defend chair. Yes.
2: Um,
1: Come on. If Johnny Cochran can defend OJ, you can defend this film.
0: It's possible. I don't know. Not one good thing. What was your favorite joke?
1: None. What was your
2: I can't, favorite joke? You just well, shook he your knows, head. Sorry. He knows this about me. Like when he asked when me spot, something on the spot, I can't remember anything. Go blank. Mm-hmm. And that happens with, like, his improv shows and blah, 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 It's
1: so funny. Should we try, like, asking you a different question? And, and then like, she'll and then answer it yeah, this way? Like, what's your favorite sushi roll?
0: Oh, my favorite part of the movie is... <laughs>
1: Dan Aykroyd. <laughs> oh, like, uh, Dan it, Aykroyd would have It's hard because
2: I, I didn't like the movie as a whole. Yeah.
1: Ten cents on the dollar. What does that mean? That's <laughs> what he said earlier.
2: <laughs> but, um... I don't know. You have to get back to me.
1: Okay, we'll send you a postcard,
2: Christian. <laughs> um
0: my best person on set award is
2: Wait, was that the question?
0: Uh we kind of half we'll we'll ask you that too, but oh. think about that yeah. while he answers his. <laughs> um let's see. My best person on set award <sighs> I think I'm gonna give it to Colin. J- Jermaine yeah. Clement. Jermaine, Jermaine Clement from uh Flight Flight of the of the Concords. Concords. I think he did a great job being the contrasting character, the uh, perspective of the audience in such an outrageous film. Hmm. Like, this movie was just so abstract and for him to be the straight man in it
1: very interesting uh, you know you say that quite a bit they play the audience in the film and i hear i hear that quite a bit in movies and when people are talking about films but i never actually see characters as an audience member mm-hmm. i always think that's such a weird connection to make with a character because it's like no they're not audience members they're they're just as crazy as everyone else is, and, and they're not questioning and not to like completely mm-hmm. shut on what you just said because i do agree with your points but that phrase i think is mm-hmm. is questionable to me because i don't really get it i i think uh I think if there was an audience member, it's us. They can't have us. They can't have one of us in the film. That defeats mm-hmm. the whole point of having an audience member. You know mm-hmm. what I
0: mean? Well, no, it's not. I what I'm trying to say is that he's asking the questions that we would ask if we were in the film.
2: So he made like the film more relatable. Yeah, but, like it. The, what,
1: but, but he's not though because like there's so many like the whole film he would just be like wait what the fuck no what like uh, the, all the questions that we had he did not ask no he's
0: just like him of course if we were in his shoes he would ask who is this Craig Robinson guy to you and of course the way he asks it is outrageous he just yells in the bed he says like I fell in the pond and like who is this uh Beverly Lufflin uh, guy yeah
1: okay oh,
2: no, i felt like he had the most common sense yes
0: he was the most grounded
2: character yeah. i
1: guess and i guess that's where that that phrase comes from the most the, having the most grounded character but but i hear it not just in this film but you've said it in the past other people have said it mm-hmm. that's the character who's the audience member but like i never i never understand that it's that just without to me.
0: a character like that um without a grounded character then it's just too much through the roofs but then that's but, comedy but
1: to me he's not grounded though
0: Yeah, but in comparison... He's just as eccentric...
1: He's just as eccentric in a different way, though. Like, they're just eccentric...
0: They're all just eccentric in different ways to me. And Mm -hmm. all characters are just... But I, I... You know, but like in comparison to Craig Robinson's character, who grunts the entire time, in comparison to Emil Hirsch, who is this but, but aggressive.
1: But you see what I'm saying though, like because because Colin is doing weird things, right? Yeah, of course. Colin is also do is like there's questions that we ask about Colin that nobody asks. Mm-hmm. So then you know what yeah, I mean? Yeah. Why
0: does he eat uh, the the cheesy onion rings the way he does? Of course. That
1: was pretty funny. There's like
0: weird <laughs> shit about him too, but I, I I like the way that he played the character, and I think I I just feel a little bit relate. I find him relatable because he is, he was so sweet. He, you were rooting for him as opposed to, yeah, who the fuck Emile is Hirsch. this grunting? Who?
1: I was rooting for Emil Hirsch.
0: Dude, oh,
1: really? Uh, yeah, bro. He's the one, he's the only one with cojones in the film, bro. He's the
0: only one with a nasty ass pube stash. I fucking,
1: how, how much money do you think he's got in that cash box? I don't have a fucking cash box. <laughs> Melissa, do you have the best person on of I think I
2: already said. Oh, okay. It was Colin as well. Oh, yes, it was Colin right, as that's
0: well. Right. That's, that's, right. Right. that's right. That's right. Um, how would you guys rate this film? One, it can be that bad. Holy shit! Really? Yeah. Four out of five for me. Bonkers, good way.
2: Are we rating by five? By yeah, five? out of five. Um, that's the
0: official ICBTB special. Maybe
2: a two.
0: 2 out of 5? Yeah. Bonkers in a good way? Bonkers in a bad way. In a bad That's way. What excuse 2 me, out of excuse 5 me. is Wow, I'm know. really the only one in this room that really liked it. A 1 out of 5. <laughs> yeah. I, like I thought you were more in the bit. middle than that. I thought you were going to give this a 3 out of 5.
1: No, because it is
0: because it is bad. But you know, it's an interesting watch, mm.
1: but it is bad.
0: We've watched worse films, I think that we've seen worse films. There was some effort put into here, some creative effort. And the way it ended too. I think it was the best way to end finally. And it was satisfying. They were both laying in bed, not with each other. They had kissed on the dance floor, went back to the hotel room, and we were anticipating for them to have sex. He goes into the bathroom to uh, to take off his clothes, comes out. She's knocked out. He lays down. She says, hey, Colin. He's like, what? She says, I love you. He says, I love you too. Because like I said in the beginning of this episode, he is a flawed character. In the sense that he is someone that loves so much but has never been loved, and now he's finally loved after putting his foot down. And well done, that he was
2: respectful, well respectful, done. A
0: gentleman. <laughs> like gentleman, also- like you, Christian.
1: And I want to take a second here for you because I uh, know uh, you don't know this is happening, and neither does Melissa. But uh, this episode is going to come out on your birthday. It is, and so I uh, wanted to to tell you a couple. I'm gonna pull it on Rickles. You know, I do make fun of you quite a bit. I say quite some quite. Mean things to you, yes. Um, but you take it like a champ, mount. Yes, you, you're a good guy. You, you're a smart guy. You're a pretty guy. Um, Thank you. Know, you. I, I owe a lot of this podcast to you. I owe a lot of a lot of things oh, that thanks, I have in my dude. life. I owe to you, my friend. Uh, and so I I do appreciate you for that. And and I did get you a little something. You did? Yeah. So you're gonna I, give it to me right now? I'm gonna give it to you right now because I want you to open it so that we can show the baddies and all this <laughs> stuff.
0: Holy shit!
1: And also, just so you know, um, this isn't something that I got like on the way in. It's not something that I could have. Wow! Um, there looks like
0: there's a lot of effort hey, put I, into I, here. You, you know, Show I do joke that I don't
1: know. You know, your birthday. Uh, I, I, but uh, I would like you to to take a look at this and, oh, and thanks, enjoy. Oh, thanks, dude! Yeah, happy birthday, buddy!
0: What the? F- i didn't expect this right now i thought probably like on wednesday on my birthday
1: yeah yeah you're not getting anything on the actual day now because that's i'm giving. Okay. but uh, I'm fine you know with that. it's all for the baddies that's that's what's that's you know we <laughs> give it all to them
0: really an act for yeah.
1: them yeah truly it's actually an empty box and we're just going to edit in a, a gift or something i don't really know how we're going to do it
0: i'll just uh, a floating image <laughs> <over>. <laughs> just like black <laughs> it out
1: cut here wow guys. Right. Take your time. I don't know.
0: I said, wow, I didn't even open it. Yeah, it's,
1: uh, it's not wrapped at all either, guys. It is just a box.
2: Toilet paper. Wow. There you go,
1: pal. I know you're you're, you're hurting. I
2: feel like guys it. are so careful with opening presents. Really? Yeah, I don't
0: know. I'm not. Yeah, but some guys are. I they think don't. I just am. Why? Are you aggressive when you open presents? I, mean, I just well, want to get in there. Yeah, yeah. you're just going to open it. Let you're just going to
2: throw away the stuff. The box
0: is boo-boo. I did put a lot of paper in there, I'm That's sorry. That's
2: a lot of paper.
1: There you go. It's, 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 it's right there, Dun, pal. Da,
0: da, da, da. Oh, oh shit! Dude, Ooh. what? It's a baseball jersey that Aww. says it can't be that bad. It has the number one on there. And I got one. And it says Baltazar.
1: I got one for me too, pal, so we can be matching. Dude, we can be on the same baseball dope. team. I'm going to wear also, this, man. I hope it fits. I got an extra large. Mine came in a little bit smaller. Mine's just a large. So hopefully it fits you. If not, we'll frame them and we'll turn it into no, that kind of gonna piece. This is going to fit, dude. This is going to fit. But, uh, you know, obviously this is custom made so I could not have gotten this in the last couple of weeks no, so that's impossible. I had to think about it in plan so you know you did say
0: the box when I uh, on the last episode I said you probably haven't even gotten me a present you said well you'll be surprised when yes, I will you be. what yes. came in the mail yes you will dude, be this friend. is Aww. fucking awesome happy birthday buddy thanks dude I love you man happy birthday that's right thank you uh, baddies this wasn't planned at all he doesn't even know wow. look at him look at his face Guys, look at that awe. dumb face I'm in awe this is, I know this is a different gift type of episode we've uh, first time we've had a guest in a very long time yep. talked about a movie where we actually one of us actually gave it a one out of five but still defended but still defended it uh, hope you enjoyed it it's a very funny movie but Jesus Christ uh, happy birthday to me yeah happy birthday buddy thank you to uh, everyone out there that has supported this 67. podcast <laughs> Um we'll see you if this comes out on Tuesday on my birthday yeah, we'll see you tomorrow
1: we'll see you guys at our live show July 1st for our one year anniversary <laughs>
0: Yeah, please join us. Um, Melissa will be there. She'll be reading the questions out loud and uh, mm-hmm. tracking the questions down on uh, IG Live. And we so also- Ask some juicy questions.
1: We're going to ask juicy questions. I also mm-hmm. have another guest coming in. I'm going to bring in a ghost. So we're actually going to have a real live ghost on the live stream. So. That's crazy. <laughs> All right, guys. Tune in.
0: Bring your holy water. Uh, Melissa, thank you for joining us here today. Um, I love you. Um, I'll give you a present she if you know what I mean. You
1: say that to me, bro. You never say that
2: <laughs>
0: what I said? I just said I love you. You don't give me Christian presents like you that so anymore. Much.
2: What? What like kind? He talks of... about you all day, every day. Oh, okay.
0: that's a lie. <laughs>
1: No. That can't, that actually can't be true because he has like thirty things going on in his life. The podcast is just like one facet of the thirty things that he does. It's there's, a huge facet no of, way, the of the thirty things that he does. But you have so many other things in your brain, on your mind. There's no way that he's talking about me all day long. Well,
2: every time he's like on his phone, I'm I'm just like, oh, what you doing? He's like mm. texting Alejandro. Yeah,
1: those I'd are dick pics. Yeah, movie. that's true. That yeah. is
0: true. You're probably the person that I text the most and most. Mm-hmm. consistently
1: good thing we have iphones yeah this is we'll cut this part this is okay all, okay. all, all right.
0: right bye